The Fantasy Hockey Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head over to betterfantasy.com backslash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com backslash SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io backslash SGPN. That's SoBet.io backslash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Hockey Podcast presented by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am your host, Justin Bruni. Joining joining me this fine Sunday evening is my brother and co-host, Nick Olzak. How are we doing, sir? Happy Sunday. Yep, happy Sunday to you. Doing good. Uh, ready to talk some hockey. Been a crazy week of fantasy. Got another crazy week ahead of us, so ready to get right into it. Yep, yes, sir. Yes, sir. How, how are you looking this week in, uh, in week 14? What's your, uh, week um, four- what's, what's your matchup looking like? Week 14 is really tight right now. It's coming down to the wire. I'm up 375 to 374.6. I had to make some uh, sacrifice moves to try and get those extra games in. But yeah, at the end okay. of the day, just hoping not to pull out a big win because I don't want to fall to 11 and 3. Yep, yep. Definitely grinding through these matchups here. You're in a pretty good position, though. I'd say you're pretty safe. You're 11 and 2. Like you said, you know, you take a loss, you'll be 11 and 3. I look like I'm going to come out on top. We've got a very healthy lead, 346 to 198. Going to be getting a little bit closer to 500 here. Going to be 7 and 7 after this week. Looks like I'll still be roughly, you know, third in points. Don't, don't, mm-hmm. don't think I'm going too far from that anytime soon. But yeah, we're, uh, we're getting along here. I want to say we have about uh six weeks left one two three four five six seven eight weeks left of the regular season and then we are into our fantasy playoffs so we're getting down to the wire here every win matters in this show we are actually going to be uh taking a little bit of a a diversion to in fantasy we're going to be looking at daily fantasy hockey for 124 that's monday january the 24th that's tomorrow so we're going to be looking at tomorrow's seven game slate and then as as nick mentioned uh, uh just before uh we uh, need to look at some drop candidates you know these tight matchups that we have you know each week we're looking at waiver pickups this week we're looking at waiver drops you know guys that we've uh, been letting go of the past uh, you know past week or so here so let's just jump right into it uh, Nick we're going to j- dive into some DFS talk for January the 24th let's start with our centers I believe you have a DraftKings lineup and I have a FanDuel lineup let's go through our guys up the middle who are your first two candidates that you have up here Starting off, I've got uh, Ryan Hartman of the Minnesota Wild. Solid first-line center over there, getting a lot of minutes. Um, we talked about him a lot, and we still do. Um, his shots on goal, big thing for him. He was always hitting those props for shots on goal. He plays along some solid uh, wingers with Kaprizov and Zuccarello. So I think there's a lot of upside for him. And uh, on DraftKings at 6000 um, I think it's a pretty solid uh, pay. 
Yep, I like that. I, I don't hate that value at the 6000 I do believe he's a bit more expensive on FanDuel, so I do like that value there. Who is your second center? I had uh, Nazem Kadri at uh, 7500 which I thought, in my opinion, was a steal because Nazem Kadri's play has just been off the charts this year, hitting so many career numbers, playing on that Colorado second line, and he's just been a very solid player, and there's really no reason not to want to take him because, yeah, Colorado's hot. His numbers are hot. Hopefully he mm-hmm. stays hot tomorrow night. I agree. I agree. And he has a plus matchup up against the Chicago Blackhawks. I'm staying right there with my first center pick. Not Nazem Kadri, but I am going with Nathan McKinnon. His cost on FanDuel is at 10300 He has 42 points in 29 games this season, including seven points in his last five games, totaling three goals and four assists. The Chicago Blackhawks have allowed the eighth most goals allowed on the season, and the Colorado Avalanche are 4-1, and one, or excuse me, 5-0 and oh in their last five. Uh, McKinnon, a ton of upside. First line center, first line uh, center on the power play, 19 shots on goal, also across the last five games. High cost, but I believe that he's worth it. Kadri, yeah, you get a little bit better value, uh, but I like McKinnon uh, locking down you know, a lot of minutes on the at top line and on the power play. Uh, next up, I have more of a value pick in Tyler Sagan. He's at $5,000 on FanDuel. Another juicy matchup here. We've got the Philadelphia Flyers on deck. The Flyers have dropped 11 straight games, and they've allowed the six most goals against this season. Across their last 10 games, they've also allowed 41 total goals, so they are bleeding uh, goals right now. They are letting in a lot of production up against their opponents. Sagan, three goals, three assists in his last five games with just 19 points in 38 games this season, so six points in this last stretch here. He's turned it on a little bit, also has 20 shots on goal in his last five games, so he's a bit of a trendier pick as well. Um, Lower cost trying to balance that out obviously with the high upside of mckinnon so i really like our, our start here I, I think we've got some good matchups uh you're attacking montreal uh with hartman i have some uh, wild players in there as well i see that you're stacking hartman with this next uh player here who do you have up as your uh, first winger i've got his uh first line line mate in uh matt zuccarello another guy that's been very very solid for the minnesota wild on that first line with hartman and caprizov um, and yeah, his numbers are right there. The wild are hot, a couple, picked up a couple, uh, big wins against our Blackhawks, which was, uh, unfortunate to see, but those, that line right there, they were just playing very solid hockey, very solid two way offensive, defensive end of the ice. And so with his numbers and the wild being hot, there's no reason not to take him, especially you get that two of the three guys on that first line and on DraftKings, he's only slated at 5,700. So I think there's a lot of value there for someone that's not going to cost a lot. Agreed. Agreed. And who is your other winger? I had uh, Alex Dabrinka, the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, Going back to that matchup with the Hawks and the uh, Avalanche, I think Mm -hmm. the Hawks are going to get scored on a lot, but I do like Alex Dabrinka. He's been very solid down the stretch these last five, ten games. Even when the Hawks are losing, he's still putting up a lot of numbers, getting a lot of goals, a lot of assists, gets a lot of ice time on that team. Really one of their go-to guys besides uh, Patrick Kane. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I like Alex Dabrinkit in this. And at $5,500, I do like his value, too. And I think that he will have uh, a fair game tomorrow t- against uh, Colorado. Yeah, especially if they're playing from behind and they're just trying to, you know, get a lot of shots on net, try to get some, you know, overcompensate in the second half of the game, you know, maybe for a bad start. Colorado, obviously a huge powerhouse this uh, this season. I love Zuccarillo as well. He is in my lineup as well as my first winger. Uh, 
a little bit better value that you're getting on DraftKings. I'm paying about 7000 for him. I love this matchup up against Montreal. He has 36 points in 31 games this season, including 10 points in his last five with three goals and seven assists. He is also plus eight across that stretch with 14 shots on goal. Another juicy matchup here. The Montreal Canadiens have allowed the second most goals against in the NHL. So again, a lot more, a lot of upside here. We both love Zuccarello in this one. Um, I believe I have Zuccarello. Oh no, actually that's a different stack. So I don't, I don't have him stacked. My next winger is another forward for the Minnesota wild, but he is on line two for them. So I'm kind of spreading things around, really trying to get more exposure to this Canadians matchup. So next guy up I have is Kevin Fiala. He plays on the second line for the wild and on their second power play unit. So still some healthy exposure there. Good amount of minutes. His cost is $6,000, 27 points in 37 games. I already mentioned Montreal allowing a lot of goals. Kevin Fiala, five points in his last five games, three goals, two assists, and a plus five. Also, he's recorded 17 shots on net. Uh, the Minnesota Wild are 4-1 and one in their last five games, so they're really rolling right now, coming off a big win up against our Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, they had tied that game up with less than two and a half minutes to play, and then they won it in overtime. I actually won a four-game uh, parlay on that, so I didn't hate it too much. It was my Blackhawks, but hey, I'll take it. Um, so yeah, really love what the Minnesota Wild are cooking with right now. I've got Zuccarella and Fiala. Nick's got Zuccarello and Alex Dabrinkit, so some pretty good options right now. Let's jump over to our defensive pairings, Nick. Uh, what two defensemen are you going with? I think your guys, I think they have a little bit more upside than my guys, but let, let's see what we got here. So starting out, we got uh, Devontae's of the Colorado Avalanche, and I can't say enough about this guy. I recently acquired him in fantasy, and ever since being acquired by my team, uh, he's just been very solid, playing over 25 minutes a game. Um, he's got five points in his last three games, playing on that first D pair with Kel McCarr and on a hot Avalanche team like that. There's no reason that his numbers should drop against uh, the Blackhawks. And for future reference, he does have a favorable schedule if you are looking to acquire him in fantasy as he plays Chicago, then Boston, Chicago again, and then Buffalo. So there's a lot of room if you are going to acquire him in a fantasy league down the stretch for him to uh, be able to produce. But I love this pick at um, $5,100. Uh, mm -hmm. I think he's going to be very, very solid for me. And I think he will continue his uh, red hot streak and put up some points tomorrow. And uh, yeah. as for my second defenseman, I have Matt Grizzlick of the Boston Bruins, who I believe he only has 14 or 16 points on the year, but 10 of those points have come in his last 10 games. One goal and nine assists in his last 10. Been very solid for the Boston Bruins. Him and Charlie McAvoy have been go-to guys. So I like that pick, and uh, I like the matchup, too, that they have tomorrow up against the Anaheim Ducks. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I see a lot of upside for both, and I'm hoping it goes very well with those two. Yep, I love the extra exposure there against the Blackhawks. Another really good matchup. Um, so far, I mean, you, you've got matchups up against Montreal, solid Chicago, Montreal, Chicago. So, uh, you know, very aligned here with only a few games. But, you know, if you hit on this, you're going to hit pretty big. So it, it should be an interesting one. I uh, love the Grizzly pick, uh, having him come back from COVID. Anaheim, they haven't been producing in their last six or seven games or so. So that's another really good matchup. Uh, let me jump over to my defenseman. I'm looking at... Uh, excuse me, Justin Schultz and Jared Spurgeon. So let me start with Spurgeon first. Spurgeon has a cost of 5200 also going up against Montreal. Uh, like I said, really want to get as much exposure in that matchup as I can. He has 13 points in 22 games this season. In his last five games, he has five assists. No goals, however. Uh, is a plus three across that stretch and has 10 shots on net. 
just more exposure to this matchup. You know, he's only played 22 games this season. He's really kind of starting to get along here, has five five points in the last five games, so I like that upside, and I'm not spending too much. And again, just really good matchup up against Montreal, as we've already said. Uh, next up, really buy low option here, Justin Schultz at 3,700. You know, the name, obviously there's some brand there, some brand value there. The production, not so much. He only has two assists in his last five games, eight points in his last 30, uh, uh, sorry, in 37 games this season. But he is on the ice a ton. Three out of his last five games, he's played 22 minutes plus. He plays on the first defensive pairing for DC, and he plays on their first power play. So he's exposed to a lot of production on the team. It's just that he's got to get his extra touch. You know, he's got to get that you know extra pass in there or um, extra opportunity on the power play. So I do still like his upside. But, you know, you're not really banking on him necessarily, you know, bearing an assist or a goal. Probably just want to get some healthy shots on net and provide a little bit of steady production at the cost of 3700 I do expect some high scoring in that game between Vegas and D.C., like a 4-3, 5-4 type of game. So I'm hoping that Schultz can get some exposure on that. Uh, let's jump over to your last two wingers, Nick, and my last two flex spots. Who you got? Uh, my last two uh, wingers, I've got Andre Burakovsky of the Colorado Avalanche. Again, very solid player. Plays on that line, too, with Nazem Kadri. Can't say mm-hmm. enough about him. Just going to keep it short on him. Very good, very solid. Been putting up a lot of numbers in terms of fantasy-wise and in terms of the score sheet. And so I really like that pick. And then my other pick is a very interesting one. I went with uh, Henrik Borgstrom of the Chicago Blackhawks at $2,500. Now, this one I was going back and forth. You know, I was making this lineup. I was tight on the budget, and I was thinking about the Blackhawks, and I was like, you know, who's been kind of playing a lot, doing well for them? And Henrik Borgstrom was the first name to come to mind. He's playing on the first line, I believe, with Patrick Kane and Alex Debrinkit. So he's getting the mm-hmm. looks, getting the ice time, and I really like what I see out of him when he is on the ice, and he's given the opportunities to play in those situations where he's held to a higher expectation. And since then, he's done very well. We saw that uh, he put up two goals the other night against the Wild in a very close game. So I'm looking for him to have uh, another solid effort against the Avalanche because he showed that he can compete with those Mm high-level hockey teams like the Wild. So I expect him to have a solid matchup up against Colorado. Yeah, and he really got off to a good start in that game. That's something that you're going to look for in this matchup up against Colorado because that still is a very tough matchup. You know, I, I would trust the line one of the Avalanche to take care of business up against line one of the Blackhawks. A uh, big reason why I'm so in on Nathan McKinnon uh, for uh, for Monday the 24th. But I like I like those picks. Uh, Borkstrom, super deep value, only 2500 cost. He's trending right now, so I, I like where your head's at with that. Uh, let me jump into my last two wingers, my two flex spots, and then we're going to touch, touch on some goalies here. Uh, so I have William Carlson of the Vegas Golden Knights, line one center, power play one center, only cost 4500 He has 13 points in just 26 games, so just about every other game he's hitting a point. But he does have three points in his last five games, two goals, one assist. However, he has finished a minus one through this stretch with 12 shots on goal. Now, D.C., a better defensive-minded team. They've only allowed the 19th most goals against this season. This is as far back as I go as far as, like, you know, lack of exposure to teams that just led, led in a lot of production, that, you know, give up a lot of opportunities night in and night out. But again, I really like this matchup. I really like Vegas and D.C. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be a fun matchup. So I, I want a little bit more exposure to that, like I mentioned with Justin Schultz, William Carlson, another you know, lower cost player that's playing a lot of minutes. You know, he has over 18 minutes in four of his last five games. So lower cost, a little bit of a more sneaky opportunity. I really like the value that he's going to bring to my lineup uh, tomorrow on the 24th. 
Lastly, I have uh, Dennis Girianov of the Dallas Stars. This is uh, stacking with the line two center of Tyler Sagan, who I mentioned at the top of my lineup, and getting back to this juicy Philly matchup. As I said earlier, uh, Philly, they've dropped 11 in a row. They've dropped 41 goals in their last 10 games. Uh, they have allowed the six most uh, goals against this season. Girianov, one goal, two assists in his last five games, uh, 16 shots on net, including an eight-shot game just a couple of games ago up against the Buffalo uh, Sabres. So he, he's playing well you know, up against some poor teams, and there's no one worse than Philly right now. They are just on a completely downward trend. You know, If you don't like any of these picks here that I've mentioned from Dallas, I recommend you know maybe shifting over to uh, Rupe Hintz, uh, Jason Robertson. While they do have a little bit more cost, they are in a really juicy matchup up against Philly. I went with some of the value picks there, taking the line two center and line two winger stack for the Dallas Stars, pairing them obviously also with some other trending picks. Uh, let's wrap this discussion up here on the DFS end. Nick, uh, who do you have in net? Who is your goaltender for Monday the 24th? You know, with it being Sunday and all, it does get hard to uh, pick a goalie because you don't know who to start. But I think I'm going to sure. go with a safe pick with uh, Camp Talbot of the Minnesota Wild. Again, Montreal, one of the worst teams in terms of uh, goals against. So I see a solid win for Minnesota there. And one of the things I'd like to point out is uh, with the Canadians, Jake Allen is going to be out the next eight weeks. I believe it's a lower body injury. I'm not 100%. But I know okay. he's going to be out a while. So that means it's going to be Samuel Montebo, who's most likely going to be starting as Caden Primu started the last game. So nice. I see Montebo and Talbot being a solid matchup. And then again, I do see uh, Talbot pulling it out. Even though Montreal's kept the games close, I still see uh, Minnesota pulling this one out. And I say it's probably going to be a high-scoring game. I think you're looking at probably a 5-2 to two game, something okay, like that. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Like, like, like we said, they've, uh, they've been bleeding goals here, so I think that's a, that's a good one. Uh, Montreal, second most goals allowed in the NHL. Uh, they're, they're a juicy matchup. Philly's a juicy matchup. Blackhawks are a juicy matchup. So I like where you're at there. All right, my goaltender, I've got uh, Igor Shesterkin of the New York Rangers taking on the L.A. Kings. It looks like they're also going to be playing at home. The Kings have only scored the 18th most goals scored this season, so that's a plus matchup. The Rangers as a team, they've allowed the eighth fewest goals against. That's as a team. But Shesterkin himself, he's been on fire, 93% save uh, percentage. That ranks him sixth in the league. Uh, he is eight and, eighth in wins, excuse me, in the league, 19-4-2 record, outstanding. And the Rangers are 7-3 in their last 10. Shesterkin is also second in goals against average with 2.07. Very juicy numbers here for Shesterkin. Love the plus matchup with the Kings at home. Even if somehow the Rangers don't show up on offense, I still think they'll take care of uh, take care of business here. I don't think Shesterkin's going to allow anything more than two goals in this game, and I do believe he has high potential to lock down the shutout on Monday night to start off the week. So those are my, my picks there. I'm just going to run through mine really quickly, and then Nick's going to go through his. I've got Nathan McKinnon at 10300 Tyler Sagan at $5,000, Mats Zuccarello at 7000 Kevin Fiala at 6000 Jared Spurgeon at $5,200, uh, Justin Schultz at $3,700, William Carlson at $4,500, Dennis Giryanov $4,800, and then rounding it out is Igor Shesterkin at $8,400. Uh, go ahead and jump through your lineup here quick, Nick, and then we're going to hit a quick break on the other end. Yeah, I've got Ryan Hartman at $6,000, Nazem Kadri at $7,500, Matt Zuccarello at uh, $5,700, Alex DeBrinkett at $5,500, Devon Tays at $5,100, Matt Grizzlick at $4,700, Cam Talbot at $8,500, Henrik Borgstrom at $2,500, 
and Andre Burakovsky at $4,500. Okay. I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Let's hit a quick break. And on the other side, we are going to jump into some uh, waiver wire conversations. We're going to start off with some guys that we are dropping, some guys that we have let go across the past week on our fantasy teams. Be right back. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, and of course, college football. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. Check out the bet $5 to win 400 in free bets. Also, you can win a VIP trip to Shaq's Funhouse in Los Angeles. Bet $20 on WinBet's Build Your Own Bet feature and earn a chance to win a once-in-a-lifetime experience for the big game. You and three guests will receive a VIP experience at Shaq's Funhouse, two nights at Win Las Vegas, a $5,000 free bet at Win Las Vegas Sportsbook, and a $5,000 travel credit. You can't beat it. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer, risk-free, $1,000 sports bet, Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. See a ticket you like but think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair, then buy it. You can always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors, just like yourself. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you're not using PropSwap, then you're missing out. This episode is brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bets hit and even help raise money for charity along the way. Brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. Slick app and fun to use. Very easy. One of the reasons we love it is they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com backslash SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com backslash SGPN. Okay, and we're back. We are going to be jumping into some waiver wire conversation. We are talking about players that we have dropped across the past week. Some guys that we just could not hang on to, whether it's because of negative production, um, just not having enough games, having tight matchups, needing to make those extra moves. Uh, let's start with you, Nick. Who was your first uh, drop candidate this week? Who did you have to let go of? Um, one of the hard things, and I really hyped him up for a while, was uh, Tuka Rask. I, at the end of the day, he just wasn't playing a lot. He had mm-hmm. a good game for me last week, but uh, ever since then, he had two starts this week, and one of them, he was a negative 10 in fantasy. And in a tight fantasy matchup, you can't have that at all. And so I had to drop him right after that, get some more goalies in the rotation, and that was really unfortunate because I hyped him up for a while. On the other Fair end enough. of that, Go oh, ahead. I was going to say, I also had uh, Ryan Lindgren um, of the New York Rangers, who was playing very solid by his numbers. But uh, in the one game that I did have him in up against the Carolina Hurricanes, he was a negative four. And uh, he was someone that I just could not hang on to just because of those numbers. Put up five the next game, but 
with that inconsistency like that, I really couldn't afford to hang on to him. And then a very hard one for me was uh, Jared Spurgeon of the Minnesota Wild. I picked him up yesterday against the Blackhawks. I really liked that matchup. He was coming off of uh, IR with a lower body injury. And so mm-hmm. I plugged him in. He got two assists. But right now, with my matchup being as tight as it is, I couldn't afford to hang on to him. I had to get another forward that can produce tonight because he doesn't have a game. And it was really unfortunate that I had to drop him just for the sole purpose. I had to sacrifice uh, something else for this matchup. And then uh, same thing goes for a guy like Dominic Kubelik of the Chicago Blackhawks. Had him in for a couple solid games against the Ducks and the Kraken. But then mm-hmm. after that, just really fell off. Had game uh, The games against Minnesota where he didn't produce anything was minus four and was really unfortunate for me. So, yeah, those are some of the guys that I had to uh, drop for unfortunate circumstances. Of that grouping, who do you expect will bounce back? Um, probably Jared Spurgeon, um, even though that uh, this past game on Saturday night was his first game of the year. I think he's going to be very solid coming back on a very solid Minnesota team after being gone for uh, eight weeks, I believe it was. But Because mm-hmm. uh, before that, he had 11 points in 21 games, which for a defenseman, pretty solid. Um, he was a plus player, very very good numbers. And so, yeah, I see him having a bounce back uh, after go overgoing some uh, injury troubles. No faith in Tuka Rask? I mean, it's really hard. I think uh, Tuka Rask is going to have the issue. He's going to have to share the net with Linus Olmark. I don't think mm-hmm. they're going to give him that starter's job right away because you have to remember right. he hasn't played in over a year. And so I think mm-hmm. it's going to take some time before I would consider Tuka Rask as someone as a bounce back post to Jared Spurgeon who's going to be in the lineup every game and someone who can get you points on a consistent basis while Rask might be playing every other one to two games. So I'll have to see how that looks down the stretch. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm going to jump into my guys here. First up, I've got Anders Lee. Now, albeit, I don't think that Anders Lee should have been on my team probably for the past couple of weeks. Um, He's not a point per game player. He's only got three points in his last eight games, but I just have a soft spot for him. I don't know what it is. I'm I'm a Notre Dame fan. I've seen Anders Lee play before uh, in, the, in the green and gold. I'm a big fan of his. Probably held on to him to, for a little bit too long. <clears throat> Had to let him go. Just looking for better trending players. Um, but, you know, when he's on, he, he's got that scoring touch. I, I do think he'll bounce back, but I don't know if it's going to be at that point-per-game level production, which we're constantly looking for in fantasy. So I had to let go of Anders Lee of the New York Islanders. Next one, also a soft spot. This one kind of hurt me, hurt my heart a little bit. Uh, Trevor Zegras. Has zero points in his last three games. He does have four points in his last seven games, uh, but three out of his last seven games, he has finished with negative totals in fantasy hockey, and he's also a minus six on that stretch. Prior to going down with COVID, he had a very strong you know, middle of November to middle of December. He had 20 points in 17 games. He was on fire. He was rolling. He was looking good. He looked like you know someone that you wanted to buy, someone that you had to pick up. He was a must-own, and how fast he has fallen from grace. Unfortunately, Trevor Zegers is going to have to stay off of my fantasy roster until the Ducks turn it around. I feel like the team has just kind of taken a negative uh, turn around the corner here. Once they kind of get back to some, you know, hard-nosed hockey, a little bit more disciplined play that, you know, really struck or found them in the at the start of their season, I will probably be willing to pick him up again. But it's a very wait-and-see scenario, very bad stretch of, uh, of games here. Uh, next up, this one I kind of hit myself on the head for. Uh, Nico Hishier, uh actually been very solid. He just had like a couple of days off. 
He played uh, today. I, I, they may have started that game, the, the Devils and the Kings. I'm not sure. Uh, but he had a game today. He played yesterday. But prior to that, I believe his other game was either Wednesday or Thursday. And I just felt like ah, I just want to keep trading, you know, my ads and my drops. And how my team was kind of or kind of set up, but is set up. He's just the odd man looking out at the center position. You know, I've got guys like Sidney Crosby. I've got Mika Zabanajad, Claude Giroux. You know, it's tough to keep being able to rotate in and out centers uh, with consistency because there are just so many of them that, you know, produce in the NHL. So Nico Heischer still heading at a nice rate point per game. I don't have his production in front of me, but I believe he has a, at least a point in his last four or five games or so. So he, he's been clicking. Uh, Devils also had some games postponed. That was definitely uh, playing a role as well. Just need to get that action, need to get him on the ice. I need those matchups in my lineup. Uh, and then last one here I have is Logan Couture. Uh, had a great run. He had like four games in a row uh, where he had at least, at least one goal. And then the last five games, he has just one point, just one assist. He's also a minus six across those last five games. And he has finished with negative fantasy points in three of those five games. Nick, I was trying to sell him. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'd, like I would love to keep this guy on my team. I just don't, you know, see that production continuing. So I tried to move him. Didn't right. work. Then I wound up having to drop him. Like it, literally, it was just bone dry. Minus six in the last five, one point in the last five, no goals. Like that was his entire upside. And then it just went out the door. So I got Anders Lee, Trevor Zegers, Nico Heeshier, and Logan Couture. Of those three, which would you expect to bounce back? I think Nico Heeshier, 100%. Um, I bet he was definitely a tough drop because he is one of those guys that's close to point a game. But playing mm-hmm. in that New Jersey first line, getting those minutes, getting those opportunities, on the power play and possibly the penalty kill, I'm not 100%. Um, I think mm-hmm. he'll bounce back uh, pretty soon, and I think he's someone that can be back on someone in our league's fantasy roster, if not yours. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely try to get him back for sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, I just felt kind of boneheaded because I'm looking at my matchup. I'm, I'm, yeah, I got a big lead. I don't really need to be trading um, you know, trading matchups right now. But I did anyways. It's fine. He just had a couple of days off. I'll try to get him again. But like I said, really deep at the center position. Uh, Giroux also fills out a wing uh, slot for me. So I do have some availability there. But at the same time, you know, you just got to keep these uh, some uh, at least one or two slots open to constantly trade with the waiver wire. Um, we're going to wrap it up here, Nick. Who is one or two locks for a pickup for Monday for you? Who are some guys that you'd like to add for your lineup tomorrow? Uh, for tomorrow, I would probably have to go with um, blah, blah, blah. probably a guy like Chandler Stevenson if he's available in your league. He's someone that's been on mm-hmm. and off our waiver wire in our leagues, and I think okay. that's someone that you could probably snag up uh, just to get him in for the game. And I actually ended up trading for him, so I'm holding on to him. He's got goals in back-to-back games. So I see him as someone that uh, you can plug in right away, and if he does good, maybe you hold him long-term. And he's only he is 74% rostered, but his roster number or percentage is down to the last day. So he might just pop up on your waiver wire. wire. You never know. Okay. I like uh, maybe like um, Alex Ayafalo. He's been hitting at a nice rate, three points in his last three games. Um, mm-hmm. Only 31% rostered in, on fantasy teams. A, a kind of a higher end uh, play would be like a Braden Shen. He has a 63% ownership. He has five points in his last two games, but he is a highly added player uh, on Yahoo Sports right now. So someone that may be available in your league. Um, I was trying to look for another matchup here for the 24th. And I think that's all I got. I was going to say, I also like uh, Marcus Felino. He had a pretty... Uh, Solid okay. weekend against up against the Blackhawks, put up three points in two games. 
was a plus four with three shots on goal. So if he can continue that and do a weaker Montreal team, I think that uh, he'll produce some fancy numbers tomorrow at a pretty solid rate. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Like we said, Montreal's a great matchup right now. Second most goals allowed in the NHL. So a lot of upside there. All right. This was good stuff. We appreciate you for listening. For listening, uh, Nick, do you have anything to share before we head out? Uh, no. Yeah. Just good luck this weekend. Uh, fancy and uh hope that last week was good my week is starting to fall apart uh jesper bratt has two goals right now on the other guy uh i'm playing his team and so Mm -hmm. now i'm down nine points and at uh 647 central time on a sunday that's uh kind of tricky you know getting in the late end of the matchup so hoping i can pull this one out and i hope Mm -hmm. uh you guys can pull your matchups out too Yep. Best of luck to everybody. Uh, what's the score of that Devils game? Uh, two to one Devils, end of the first period. And Jesper okay, Bratt has both goals. And Ayafalo on my team has uh, the goal for LA. Nice, nice. There you go. Mentioning Ayafalo, uh, uh, the good stuff there. Um, I need Columbus to pick it up. They are down one to two to mm-hmm. Ottawa. I have them winning that game, parlayed with the Devils covering. So Devils in a good position, but mm-hmm. I need Columbus to get it together. I mean, come on, it's Ottawa, guys. What are we doing? Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. Uh, if you guys have any questions, you want to reach out to us, you can find me on Twitter at T-I-T-T-H-J-B. Also, go follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at Gambling Podcast on Twitter. Take care, be well, be good, and if you can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you.